Here's the big question. How is it that most entrepreneurs hustle and are always busy and struggle to take just one step forward only to fall two steps back? They're dedicated, determined, and driven, but only a few finally break through and win. This show uncovers those quantum leap patterns of highly successful people so you can simply model what they do and apply to your future success. That's the question, and the answers are right here. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And you are here at the right time, at the right place. My name is Brigitte Höfele. I am the CEO of the Center of NLP and the founder of the Success Patterns Movement. And I couldn't be more excited to be here with you today because this show was designed for your success, with your success in mind. Because quite frankly, the, the quality of your success starts with your attitude towards it. And success is an interesting thing because it's shaped by the individual, we're going to call them success seeker. And it's not limited to either personal life or business life. Success is modeled in patterns and strategies and behavior. And you might have heard Tony Robbins say, uh, success leaves clues. I say success leaves patterns. And that's what we're going to dive in today. We're decoding the patterns that led to our guest expert success so you can then encode it, implement it in your own life for your own success starting today. Here are grandmasters at work, and holy cow, I have an incredible guest expert today with us. He um, is going to share what he's learned. He is like I'm going to call him an overnight success, and we're going to talk about that. He's a renowned entrepreneur with more than 30 years' experience and several multi-million dollar companies under his belt. He's made his life work to arm business owners with success formulas that immediately provide exponential growth and protection. He's embodying the full concept of the unshackled business owner. What does that mean? We're going to dive into that. He inspires others. I know he's a big inspiration to me to do exactly the same, to empower people, to build strong companies while proactively protecting their dream. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is my distinct pleasure to have here with us Aaron Young, the one and only Aaron Young. Ah, hey, Brigitte. It's great to be here with you. It's always hey, a pleasure Aaron. to be with you. What a pleasure. What an honor to have you on the Success Pattern Show, Aaron. Oh, thank you. It's, so, it's great to be here. It's great. I love the whole idea of what you're doing. I, I've just even listening to the introduction, I've watched you work with business owners over a number of years in um, companies where we've, our paths have crossed and we've been speaking at events and doing things. And I've always seen you as somebody who um, really embodies that whole idea that you can have anything that you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And you're always about how do I help other people succeed? And then that keeps lifting you, including, yeah. I think, uh, some cool speaking things that are coming up for you in the near future. They, they really are. They're very, very unique and very exciting. Now, you know, we talked about an overnight success uh, <laughs> and people always ask, you know, how do how, how does one become successful? And, and Brigitte, how did you become an overnight success? And Aaron, how did you become an overnight success? Aaron, how did you become an overnight success? Well, I'm uh, I'm 58 years old right now. And uh, 
58 and a half, as I might have said when I was in first grade. Um, and um, I've been doing this almost 40 years. I started my first company right before my 19th birthday, which with a payroll, with a full corporation. I have actually the corporate minute book here in this office somewhere um, from that first company. So overnight, I don't know, but you know, it always seems like that. Um, you start things and you kind of learn as you go and you stumble forward and, um, but you keep trying, right? That's the thing about entrepreneurs is they're a little bit on the mentally ill side in that they, they keep taking these crazy risks, even when they know there's a huge likelihood that they're not going to succeed, especially in your first company, you know, you have a, what, a, like an 80% uh, chance that it's not going to work after about three years, it'll be closed. doesn't mean bankrupt, just means, okay, that didn't work. And it's interesting because you talked about patterns and I would completely agree. We, I see in my uh, life with working almost exclusively with business owners um, that there are patterns. There's um, continued success patterns and continued sort of destructive patterns. And, and people have a, uh, often have a very difficult time of changing their pattern, you know, especially if they have enough money to eat, you know, they go, well, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, I'm not, I'm not closing. I'm not starving, but we, the last census showed that um, of the 22 million and change Americans who said they either were self-employed or owned a business, the, the median income for 22 million people was $24,000 a year. So, wow. and when you think about that, how many people, so median means there's as many above as there are below. So think about all the people below two grand a month who say I'm self-employed. Wow. And um, so when I think about that, I think, well, the reason there are so many people who are not getting what they want is because they haven't learned a formula that will have predictable results. And until you do, now everybody you've ever met that is successful more than one time, has figured out patterns. And I know a lot of people who did something really great and had a big payday. Somebody bought their company for $30 million or whatever. And then they spend the rest of their life like in therapy because they can't figure out why they can't do it again. And it's because they never learned a success pattern. And so the idea that you're trying to demonstrate to your audience success patterns is phenomenal. I don't know anybody else who's really doing that. And so um, whatever I can add today, I'll be grateful to do it. And because the goal is to help more business owners make. Uh, so here's one of my big mantras. I want people you say, I want to help 100,000 business owners, a million people or a bill. I'm going to feed a billion people or whatever. People have these giant numbers. And I, the older I get, the more gray area everything gets to me. And mm -hmm. it's less cut and dry. And um, so I've decided that my goal is to help more business owners stay in business for more years, making more money. That's my goal. More people staying in business for more years, making more money, because those are the people that will hire more employees, pay for health insurance, sponsor a little league team, um, you know, give to charity. Just if we could just help them survive a little longer, give them one more idea to help their business pivot in when things are changing, which is happening right now. You know, there's a big, sh there's a shift going on right now. 
So anyway, I've talked a lot. Uh, this is your show. Let me give you some time. No, this is this is this is actually your show, right? This is this is Aaron Young's platform on the Success Pattern Show, and Aaron, you know, forty years, forty plus years yeah. of of you were nineteen when you first uh, formed your own business, and that is not just a from what I would heard, not just a you know. Uh, solopreneur that was a real organization with real bylaws and real a, a yeah. real formed business yeah that's 1980 uh th 1983 is when we started it yeah spring of 83 is when we started that business and um i moved recently and I found the corporate minute book and I saw there was still a receipt tucked into the little pocket. I'd paid an attorney $5,000 back then for that. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to do it right. In, in your bio, you're saying, you know, you're helping people. Um, you're arming business owners with success formulas um, that immediately provide exponential growth and protection. I want you to speak to that protection. What does that mean, protecting business owners? Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, so let me just say that our company's mission statement is this. It says, we build a fortress around our clients' personal and business assets. So for the last 20 plus years, 20, well, about, about 25 years, um, I have owned a number of and, and, and over time have merged these things together. Um, what's called resident agent services. So we, we file corporations and LLCs and provide resident agent service, which means this is where the, the sheriff can bring the lawsuit. That's resident agent. Um, so that's very simple business. And then on top of that, we've created all kinds of corporate um, strategies so that as people are starting to um, create wealth or, or at least uh, uh, accumulate assets that you don't keep all of those assets in one bucket. If you think about ski resorts, so think about going up a chairlift, you know, on that snowy mountainside. Um, you're German. You've probably, you're probably a skier. A lot, oh, of, mountains, a little bit. A lot, of, a lot of snow <laughs> in Germany. Um, uh, I mean, I think we all have enjoyed skiing. Well, many of us have enjoyed skiing that live in mountainous areas. Um, well, there's a reason why a ski resort normally will have every one of those chairlifts in a separate corporation. It's because if you fall out and if you've ever been on one, you know, it's a little intimidating to get used to it. Um, if you were to fall out of the chairlift and break your back or, or die or even, I don't know, stub your toe, the, the, the resort doesn't want a big lawsuit that's going to take away the whole resort because of your injury. So they, they, take every one of these places that could be uniquely dangerous or uniquely at risk, let's put it that way, and they put it in a separate entity, right? And the reason is because if we, if we think about what we're building and we think about where we're going and we think about what the possible um, challenges could be through lawsuits, through audits, through partnership breakups, through you know, employee uh, misconduct or who knows what, errors and omissions, um, it, we start to separate pieces into different buckets. And then those we have to understand how those buckets relate to one another. And this takes thinking and it, it takes strategy and it takes um, 
clarity by the owner to where are we going? And once we know what the outcome is that people want, we can reverse engineer the best pattern for them to grow, to pay the least amount of taxes, to have the greatest amount of control uh, while still having a clear separation of themselves from the assets. And this isn't what everybody needs. At the beginning, nobody needs that. At the beginning, most people just need to know, should I be an S-corp or an LLC? But as you grow and as you succeed and as we help show people how to, um, how to use time-tested principles to get predictable results, then uh, uh, people will make more money. I, I had a guy at one of my events. We do two events a year called the Magnify Your Wealth Summit. And then I do two mastermind events a year that are for a much smaller group. So that's it. Um, and at the, at the Magnify Your Wealth Summit, one, one guy stood up and I was asking him, why are you, well, why do you do these things with us? Cause you've been here for a long time. And he said, you know, when I started, I was a software designer and I would, I would build custom software for people all over the world. And I followed what you've taught me to do. And now I only build software that I want to sell out to the world. I don't work with customers anymore. I've met all my financial goals. I'm, I have no debt. I, even though we're not like a Dave Ramsey, get out of debt kind of company, we're just showing you how to build wealth and how to keep the wealth. That's what I mean by protect. Long answers. I love it. I love it. So there's, there's so many patterns within that. First of all, you know, looking at large organizations and corporations like a ski resort, how are they organizing their business? How are they in, like behind the scenes? No one's going to go into a ski resort and go, hey, how do you organize your business? You really got to mm -hmm. know what you are looking for. And then how are they organizing that? And with what with which mindset and with which outcome are they organizing that? So so that's that's so, one part. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You want, me, you want me to try to answer that? What yes. I would say is there's no one way to do it. Mm -hmm. There's no one way. There's no one size fits all. Um, mm -hmm. Every, you know, who's going to own it? How many owners are they? Is there going to be a lot of investment money? Is it all paid for out of one person's pocket? Does some family office own it or is it publicly traded? You know, um, if it, if there are a handful of owners, you know, maybe there's three or four or five or six people that, like to go around and buy these things, they probably have an LLC set up for every one of these resorts and they're all members, but odds are they're not members. Odds are some greater estate planning uh, structure is owning elements. And then the question is, how do they get money out of it, right? Do they want their investment back? Do they want distributions? Um, do they want to uh, leave all the money in and go public and make their money from selling sh their shares? So there's no one way to do it as you grow. It gets, um, there are more options and the options become less well-known uh, because they don't apply to as many people, but that doesn't mean they're not there. One of the hardest things for somebody who's entrepreneurially minded to get their head around is that they don't know everything, right? Yes. They think they know everything. And so, and I know I'm one of those guys and, um, and I won't say you are because you do such a great coach. A job coaching others, but I'm just going to say most of us go, well, I have a vision. You not need to let me follow my vision, you know, but the fact is mostly most of anybody, but let's just say entrepreneurs right now, most of us are good at one or two things. 
And we're able to leverage that in lots of different ways. And people think we're brilliant. But the fact is, if you're really honest with yourself, you mostly are great at a few things and suck at a whole bunch of other things. And the, the stuff you're spending time on that you suck at is a waste of time. Yes. And the time suck. And if you would if you would just go, you know what? I suck at that. I'm going to surround myself with people who play at things that I have to work at. Right. I'm going to I'm going to surround myself with brilliant people. I'm going to do what I'm great at. Most people are not nuts enough to take all these risks. They'll follow me. That's how it goes. Really good at organizations. Uh, learn the the leader learns surround yourself with brilliant people that's what henry ford talked about when he was challenged in court that basically he was too stupid to be the seventh wealthiest person to ever walk the planet right um he was too dumb there's no way this guy could be this rich and they took him to court and they challenged him for days and days and days and finally he slams his hand down on the podium or on the on the witness stand and he says i'm not the smartest but I surround myself with competent people, you know, and that, that is true brilliance, not pretending, you know, everything, but to say, look, I surround myself with competent people. There read an article yesterday about Walt Disney. And what was the secret to Walt Disney's success? His quiet brother, Roy, who kept the whole machine going while Walt went out and was playing with puppets. Was the mission? Cartoons. He was the visionary. Yeah, you, you, what the visionary? Yeah, the the visionary of that that is the, the 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 that sees the big picture, right? Is usually, and that's a pattern. Not the person that spins all the wheels. That's the person that says, "This is what we're going to do," and everyone else goes, "That's nuts," and they're like, "Yeah, let's go do it," right? That's where brilliant people come in. Yeah, but you got to, what you want to do is be the kind of um, visionary who includes other people in the vision and listens to other people. Now, they may not fully understand your vision and they may say, I don't know how we're going to do that. But are you somebody who, who brings people in, who acknowledges brilliant people, who says, I brought you here because you're really good at finance or code or operations or sales or marketing or whatever, you're really good. And now I'm giving this to you to do. We're still aimed at this big target, but you go do it instead of me micromanaging you because I think I know best. The, the, the really successful leaders surround themselves with people and then let those people run, let those people succeed instead of thwarting them, instead of having to look at everything that gets printed or check every word, or I don't like how that's capitalized or whatever. Get over it. Get over it. Let people smarter than you go be smart. And you yes. just keep them focused on the outcome where you're going. You yes. That's yeah. It. The word ownership comes to mind, right? Give them ownership. Give the people ownership that are driving with you, that are driving your vision. I want to come back to Laughlin and the company that you that that helps uh, create that or, or that protects that helps create mm -hmm. that protection that corporate veil right yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I'm not just a big fan I'm a user uh, not just with one business but with several of our businesses and I, you know it, I love the simplicity for me as the as the user the simplicity of it and yet I know I have everything just like you 
in these folders that I can go back because, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's all about magnifying our wealth. It's all about uh, helping not just me. I don't want to magnify my wealth. I want to magnify the wealth of people that I'm surrounded with. May they be working with me or for me. May they be my client. May I inspire them in any other way? How does one magnify their wealth? Like, what do people walk away with when they come to your Magnify Your Wealth? Oh, thank you for asking that question. I try never to promote my stuff when I when I come on somebody else's you know show. So I'm thanks for asking. The whole idea behind the Magnify Your Wealth Summit is to we basically create a story arc that says no matter where you are, if you're just getting started and you need to figure out C Corp or S Corp or limited liability company or nonprofit, first, what's that? And then what are the rules? How do you make sure you're acting properly? Even if, see, because even if there's just only one person that owns that company and that manages that business, you still have to have a board of directors, even if you're the only member of the board and the board has to have meetings and minutes and pass resolutions and issue stock. Most small business owners don't understand that and don't do it. And if they ever get in trouble, they they mean to get a lawsuit or an audit or a, they want to go apply for money or whatever. They don't have what they need. They don't have the corporate minutes. They don't have the things in that minute book that I got my first one almost 40 years ago. Well, why? Because they just, I guess they think it doesn't apply to them. So first we talk about, you know, how do you start? Then how, what are the rules? How do you do it? Then how do you use more than one company together? And how do you use trusts to own those companies? And then once you've got the structural part clearly organized in your mind and on paper, depending on where you are in your evolution, then um, how do we reduce our taxes? We have all this tax planning information and hundreds of thousands of deductions that most people don't take. Forbes magazine wrote an article recently that said nine out of 10 business owners are overpaying their taxes. Mm -hmm. So we have a whole tax planning uh, education on the second day that really goes into that. And then we talk about where can I put my money? Is it oil and gas? Is it, is it uh, buy and hold real estate? Is it syndicating to buy, you know, with other people to buy apartment complexes? Is it is it, should I be in crypto? Should I be in gold? Should I be, you know, and so we bring experts in and you can sit down and talk with all these people. So no matter where you are, if you're just getting started or if you've got $500 million in your portfolio, we've got something there for you. And we're keeping up on what's just happened in the tax code. What's, what's getting ready to happen? What's going on with entities? Is the, are things working the way they did 10 years ago? Or do we need to adjust something that's why people keep coming back to the event. It's why we limit it to 100 people so that you can sit with the experts and have private meetings. Because how many times have you gone to an event and you've heard something from, let's say, from me, Brigitte? Oh, Aaron says this. And you go back and talk to an accountant or a lawyer and they go, well, well, I don't know if you need that. I don't know if I don't know what that means. And then you go try to explain it to your financial person. And they're like, uh, I've never heard of that before. Well, <clears throat> if I can get you and a lawyer, and an accountant, and an investment person all at the same table for 30 minutes, you can probably walk away with, a, with an answer that you can do something with, and you can share it with people at home, or you can use these new people. I don't care. My goal is to help more business owners stay in business more years making more money, because you'll stay my customer for a long time if I stay with you through the growth of your business. For so sure. And, and yeah, if anybody wants to go to magnifyyourwealth.com, 
and there's some videos and testimonials and stuff and you can see what's up over there. Yeah, definitely. MagnifyYourWealth.com. You definitely want to check that out. Now, in order to magnify your wealth or mm -hmm. in, as you are magnifying your wealth, and I'm speaking not just with you and I, but, you know, general, as you're magnifying your wealth, is there an opportunity, because you're known as the unshackled CEO, is there an opportunity for other business owners to become, <laughs> become unshackled? And yeah. that is oh, a big yeah. one. That's a yeah. big one. Yes. So actually, um, uh, we have a book that will be coming out early 2023 called Unshackled. And then I, um, for years, people would come to me. I've, I sit on a number of boards with some pretty interesting people. And um, so because of the board stuff, I'd start getting invited into interesting companies. And I mean, I won't drop a bunch of names, but some of them are names you're very familiar with. And others are companies you've never heard of, but they're doing interesting things. And they would pay me a, a large sum of money to come spend a day with the CEO or with the board or with the C-suite and kind of look at what they were doing and then just give some impressions and some ideas. And even though it was a, it was a, um, what many people would consider a very good day's work, uh, I mean, I'll just tell you what it was. It was $25,000 for the day um, plus whatever expenses. And, um, you know, I would, I would just, there, all I, I would commit to is I'll come and I'll talk to your people and we'll, we'll look at things and I'll answer your questions and I'm out. I'm not writing reports. I'm not doing any of that. I don't need to be here, but if you want to pay me to look at something, I'll look at it. Well, I did that for a number of years and it always felt kind of unfair to the people that were hiring me. I never got any complaints. Nobody ever wanted their money back. But the point is, I thought there's no way that in a few hours I can make enough of an impact on them that they're going to have lasting change. So I came back and said, well, okay, what is it that I tend to always do with every business? And I laid it out. First you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this. And I've done this for all these years, even all the way back to that first company that I built up and sold as a 22 or 23 year old. I sold that company and built another company. And so I've learned this by interesting, weird circumstances. And I finally boiled that down into my one and only course that I've created called The Unshackled Owner. Now, I've also taught this to management people in bigger organizations where a lot of people needed to learn because any anybody that's running a group of people or a project would benefit from the training. But it was built for employers who had people who had kind of run into their own creative ceiling and now they're like, I'm stuck. What do I do now? And I, and by the way, I'm successful. I make money, but I'm, I'm a slave to my company. And, and I can never really get all the way away. I can never go do pursue other passions. I can't go on a long vacation with my family and turn off my phone. I can't do it. So I have the trappings of success, but I don't feel successful. And the course was all about how to really move from being the president CEO to being chairman of the board and directing the company without running the company. Mm. And we've had, I don't know, 500 companies or something go through it. We've never spent any money on marketing. We've, it's all been word of mouth. It's all been, it's been organic, but um, it's a good course. Uh, we've had everybody from law firms and hedge funds uh, and hospitals and large companies 
to wildly successful real estate investors and new car dealership owners and uh, dental practices and HVAC and plumbing. I mean, everything you can imagine, horse training, horse breeding, uh, every, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, we had an Indian reservation, the, the, uh, the CEO of the Confederacy of the, of that, uh, Indian reservation go through it, which they own casinos and everything. I mean, all these people have gone through it. Um, people with thousands of employees and people with four or five employees. And what we know is that, um, something I learned from a friend a long time ago, S R A same rules apply. Okay. Mm. Same rules. apply. Once you figure out how to do it, you can do it over and over and over again. And so and people go, it's a pattern. That's right. Success pattern. It is a pattern. It's a recipe. If you follow the recipe for chocolate chip cookies, if you follow the recipe and you open the oven at the end, you're not going to have like a Volkswagen, right? You're not going to have a tuba. You're going to have chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> now, they may not be the world's best chocolate chip cookies, but you will have chocolate chip cookies. And over time of messing with it, you'll improve the recipe for your altitude, you know, for your circumstance, right? But yep. what happens is most people just start getting ingredients out of the pantry and mixing them together and then putting them in the oven and hoping that it turns into some fabulous thing. And usually it's just a bunch of glop, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, you know, maybe it's okay, but it's not predictable. And they never really know what they're going to get. And the whole idea behind the Unshackled Owner Program is you can get predictable results from industry to industry to industry if you follow a certain recipe or a, or a formula. You will get that pattern will result in predictable results. Love it. Love it. So unsha being unshackled. That's the goal, right? Eventually, when you are a business owner, you want to work on the business, not in the business. Yep. Maybe even with the outcome of selling your business, making it so strong to sell it. And in order to sell it, you got to have your ducks in a row, meaning you got to have your documentation in place. Yeah. So we have, we have um, pre-IPO companies that their VCs will send them through the class. Because this is about how to build a business that really is a real management team that and that is designed to scale and designed theoretically that could be sold. And somebody else could pick it up because it's organized where it's not dependent on one individual to stay there and manage for three more years. Um, right now in the class, we're, we're getting near the end of the class. We'll start again uh, later in November. I don't know when this will, uh, I don't know when people will hear this, but um, the point is, we have four different companies right now in the class. All of them are, are there because of succession planning. They have adult kids who are working in the business. The parent wants to hand it over. They are not convinced that the, the, ch the adult child has the capabilities. Um, they want to arm them with success formulas for, for success or for, for growth. Right. Um, a lot of times, uh, others come into our businesses or kids come in and they see mom and dad being successful and they are good at doing something. So they think they can run the whole company, but they don't understand it holistically. Uh, the idea behind the class is simply to what's the vision? How are you going to organize it? How do you attract the right people? How do you keep the right people? How do you keep score so that everybody knows every day if they're winning or losing? 
How do you build an intentional corporate culture? How do you empower management team, but still be able to trust, but verify every day through simple little, little, um, you know, my, my report I get every day has five items on it. I can look in like two seconds. I can glance and no matter what I'm doing in the world and see how every one of my companies, are they healthy or are they ill today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I can do a lot of things and work with lots of people because when you organize yourself and prepare every needful thing, you'll end up with, um, you'll end up with uh, projects that the team can manage. You can be the chairman. You can keep everybody on the path without getting caught up in what I call, or what I've, what I've adopted without getting caught up in the thick of thin things. Right. You've heard that expression. I, I think of it all the time. You know, I, there's so much to be modeled here from you, Aaron, and you and I, we have known each other for many years and I continue to look at people that have what either I want or what my clients want and model from that. We don't, A, have to, don't have to reinvent the wheel, but mm. B, you know, surround ourselves with people that know how the wheel actually turns really, really well and really, really smooth. I don't have to know that, but I, I have the people that I surround myself with. And I think that's where we come you know, to where we started this conversation. Surround yourself with great people and realize as a business owner that no, you do not know all things. No. And why would you care to put it all in your brain? Stay on your superpowers. Do what you're great at. Do what you're great at. So what I tell students when I go speak at schools, um, when I go, so I've, I've spoken at a number of colleges and then like private high schools. And um, uh, I tell them, I say, I know that you're, you're trying to figure out what job you're going to have. Um, what I suggest you do is figure out what are, what are the two or three things you're outstanding at or the one thing that really everybody comes to you for inner, you know, I'm having trouble in my relationship or I don't know how to build this thing or I don't know how to organize this event or I don't, you know, that there's something that people come to you for all the time and you go, why do they struggle? This is so easy. Whenever you go, why do other people struggle with this thing that's so easy for me? You can bet you're talking about a superpower that yeah. you have that they don't have and they're seeking you out. Superman can just fly. And can't figure out why everybody's struggling at the airport, right? And if you just stay focused on what you're great at, you can go to any industry and deploy that talent in any industry. It's not about a job. It's not about, oh, if I just get to get my law degree, I'll be all fixed. No, there, there are winners and losers in every industry. The people that succeed stay very, very tight to what they're excellent at. And they do it better than anybody else. And everybody goes, oh, my gosh, we can never let that person get away. Or, oh, my gosh, I want to follow that person. That's because they're clear on what they're great at. And they do that. And they don't get involved with stuff that they suck at. If, that, if you learn one thing from this 30 minutes, it's stick to what you're great at and let, surround yourself with other people who are great at things where you're weak. That is a success pattern and you spell it out beautifully. Thank you, Aaron, for your time. I know that as an unshackled CEO, you're on your way somewhere in the world, as am I. 
So I'm really excited that we got to uh, do this today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your greatness, your expertise, and your heart-centeredness. I just really, really, really appreciate that combination in you. And that's the kind of success people and guest experts that we have on the show. So thanks for being here. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, well, if you want to see what we're doing, you can go to LaughlinUSA.com. That's like Laughlin, L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. Oh, right there it is. Laughlin USA right on the screen. And you can see all the things we do there. If you want to reach out to me, you can write to Aaron Young at LaughlinUSA.com. And let me know if there's something we can do for you guys. So definitely get with Laughlin USA. Also go to magnifyyourwealth.com. Mm. Check it out. Stay in touch with, with Aaron Young. Stay in touch with us. Tune in again next Tuesday, same time, same place. Aaron, thanks for being here. Safe travels. You and too. And to the rest of you guys, see you guys next week. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to The Success Pattern Show at www.thesuccesspatternshow.com. My name is Brigitte Hufalet.